For all the times that you rain on my parade And all the clubs you get and use in my name You never broke my heart, oh go for goodness sake You're always crying on your own, will I aim? So, my name is Armand. The annoying voice you hear is Armand. Wow. Uh, my name is Ram. May or may not be an annoying voice. My name is Angela. Equally annoying voice. <laughs> and this is our first formal episode. So how this works is each episode we pick a topic, actually two or three topics, over the course of the podcast, and then we just talk about it. And it can be anything related to like current events, anything that's on our mind, any philosophical discussion that we have on our mind, we'll just talk about it, and that's what our podcast is all about. So I guess today we're going to start things off with the elephant in the room, which is coronavirus. I hope it's not in this room. <laughs> I hope it's not in this room either. Um, but yeah, we, as university students, I think we are not as affected as other people, because universities are still open. We're based in Toronto, and U of T has said that all classes will continue, for now. Sorry, what's UFT? University of Toronto. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, and all classes will continue as scheduled. There may be more of an inclination to hold video lectures of anything, but for now, everything's going to continue as per schedule. Exams may or may not be pushed, but we'll see what happens. But other schools, aka elementary, middle, high schools, those are all closed, I think, for the time being. Mm -hmm. And my brother, who's in grade 12, is no longer going to school for at least the next three weeks, because March break is next week for everyone in Ontario. Ooh, early spring break. Early spring break. Nice. Which could be a bad thing, though, because think about it. Kids will be on the streets for three weeks. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like <laughs> On the streets. <laughs> yeah, self-isolation is preferred, but they're kids. I mean, it is a bit of a concern for people who, like, you know, if they're really young, like first or second graders, now their parents are like, crap, who's going to watch you now? Yeah, exactly. That was a point I read about um, some guy was on like the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, I think he was like he specializes in like disease control and stuff, and he's saying like you have to be careful with a lot of the um, the ways that you try to control disease, like just canceling school. I think like thirty percent of like nurses or something are like uh, are like mothers or like, they're like parents. So if you uh, take the the kids out of school, they might not be able to afford, uh, not be might not be able to afford like daycare and stuff. They might not even be able to work then because they have to stay home and watch the kids and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it can be kind of problematic. Yeah. Back home during the winter, they used to, well, like, the only closures that we were used to was, like, uh, snow closures, which I'm sure Canadians don't understand because it snows constantly. <laughs> but, like, back home when they would close it for snow, they'd always be, like, really hesitant about it because some kids would go there for, like, the free lunch program. If you don't let them go to school, they don't really eat that day. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we don't have that here. Poverty? <laughs> no, 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 my bad. Like that lunch program. You don't have kids who get like subsidized free lunch at school? Not when I was in school. I think some places do. I mean, for us, we had a snack program. It was like five bucks subsidized. Yeah. Like you pay five bucks a month and you get like chocolate milk, like Rice Krispie Squares and stuff every day. You know what's funny? Uh, his brother's school and like all the Toronto schools are closed for like three weeks. At my brother's high school in the States, they have someone there who tested positive for coronavirus, and they only closed it for two days. Holy crap, yeah. <laughs> like, they're going back to school on Monday. Yeah, I mean, there's things to be said about, like, oh, what's, the, what, what's the term I'm looking for? It's better to act before anything happens. Precautionary? Precautionary. 
So, like, it's better not to wait until someone actually gets sick and then close everything down. It's better, in a sense, it puts less strain on the healthcare system to just close everything down early and let the thing ride out. It'll take longer. I, I saw a graph somewhere that if you close things down early, like, literally, all schools in Toronto, Ontario, or Toronto at least, they're all closed. NHL, NBA, all sports leagues are gone. Mm. So everyone right now, most of the people are just sitting at home. And workplaces, they're doing that as well. Or they're starting to implement procedures like that. Yeah. So even if people aren't sick, this allows people to just hopefully self-isolate so it doesn't spread. Yeah. For people listening, the only thing that our school has done so far is cancel all the non-academic activities. So all the yeah. big... Um, not sports, but literally any other gathering is pretty I much I guess expensive. your curricular stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I can't say everything because like, we just came back from volleyball. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> like, we're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, they don't want to do that stuff like too, too early, though. Like, it has to be, like, reasonable. Because otherwise, it's just kind of embarrassing, right? Like, they close down school for a while, and parents don't feel like it's actually a warning, then they're going to get upset, right? They're going to be like, okay, you're just taking my kids out for a while. And it's just like, they never even felt the effects of it, right? So... It's tough on like the lawmakers themselves to actually do that kind of stuff super early. They're gonna make the voters angry, right? So that is yeah. There's like a balance you have to hit. Yeah, you have to hit a balance. Yeah, plus doing all this also makes everyone panic, which is another thing they don't want everyone to. People do. are because you kind of like stir that panic mode. <laughs> stir the pot, yeah. And people are panicked as hell right now. Is it true that if you go to Walmart, in Toronto at least, like you can't find hand sanitizer anymore? It's hand sanitizer and toilet paper. Why toilet, toilet paper? Toilet paper, man? I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't get that no, either. Like, you can't sanitize your hands with toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, I, I think people are just concerned about the shitter. <laughs> but, like, my dad went to the grocery store a couple days ago. Toilet paper gone. Went again yesterday. All toilet paper gone. Damn. Went again this morning. First thing in the morning just to get toilet paper, and he stocked up on a bunch. People are going crazy. What? I actually don't understand the toilet paper. Like, why toilet paper? It's things? like, um, what is it called? The same things that you would do in any emergency. Like, you just stock up on the essentials. So people are like, oh, toilet paper. Because that's paper. what you would do during, like, you know, nuclear war. <laughs> stock up on toilet paper and other things like that. I guess. I guess, like, water's probably sold out, too. Like, water bottles. Yeah. I don't know. Well, some companies are more prepared for this than others. Like, some right. people, some companies and brands, they're like, oh, okay, coronavirus is coming up. Let's just put more of our stuff in stores. Yeah. Toilet paper companies, I guess, didn't really see this coming. Yeah. Not Makes a very sense. flexible industry, probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But yeah. But one thing that's been on my mind since last night has been Rudy Gobert and his NBA incident. Yeah, can you tell me about that? He's a basketball player, right? Yeah, he's, he is a basketball player. He plays for the Utah Jazz. And what basically happened was on Monday... <laughs> So just this past Monday, he had an interview. Reporters were in the room and everything. So keep in mind, like, this interview is already, it already has some restrictions to it now. People are already implementing coronavirus restrictions by keeping the players, like, far away from the reporters. So, like, there's a barrier. And they sit down and they're on a podium. Like, the mics and stuff are still in front of them, but they're far away. The story already sounds funny. So So Rudy Gobert, I think he was asked a question about coronavirus during his interview. He's like, how would you feel if there was no fans in the stands when you're playing an NBA game? Because that's what they were considering at the time. Mm. I I could be wrong on this, but then Rudy Gobert answered the question. At the end of the interview, he thought it would be funny to touch all the mics uh, of all the reporters in the room before he left. He was trying to make light of the situation Mm. by saying like, ah, guys, don't worry about it. Ah, I'm just going (laughs) to... But... 
So he left. The reporters in the room laughed at it at the time because it, it wasn't as serious on Monday as it became on Wednesday and Thursday. Right. So he left. And then Utah Jazz played the Toronto Raptors. Go Raptors. Oh, yeah. And then Wednesday, just before Rudy Gobert's next game against the Oklahoma City Thunder, he got pulled aside. He was still in the room. He got tested positive for coronavirus, and the whole game was shut down. <laughs> so now take it in. He was trying to make light of the situation, but he actually was confirmed positive. Contaminated a bunch of people. He did. And there was, a report, there was a report saying that he was really careless in the locker room with his teammates, and he would go out of his way to touch them as a joke. Yikes. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, his teammate, also tested positive coronavirus for coronavirus earlier today. And I wouldn't be surprised if someone on the Toronto Raptors did as well. Because, t- think about it, they played against Rudy Gobert, who played like 32 minutes on that Monday night game. Yeah, that's crazy. Raptors. That's crazy. So, the takeaway from this is coronavirus is coming to Toronto, guys. Yeah, I mean, the Raptors players have been, have been told to self-isolate themselves. Mm. And I think they're being quarantined. But, I mean, they can do that on their own now because there's no NBA. Yeah. Canceled yesterday, NHL canceled today. And we're still yeah. back-to-back champions, which is great. Because <laughs> the season's can't. This is entire entire season canceled. Yeah, if if this season doesn't continue, the Toronto Raptors are champions forever. <laughs> <laughs> if coronavirus stays, we will always be the NBA champions. Amazing. Um, but yeah. no, thank you for explaining that. Because now I understand why there's always like mention of Rudy Gobert, and then there's a bunch of like clown emojis. Because <laughs> that is some clown shit he just pulled right there. Man, That's messed I, up. I don't know what it was on. What like was obviously on it wasn't intentional, but man, that backfired. So bad. <laughs> awful, man. Okay, yeah, I get he was trying to be funny, but you you still don't do that. Did he? Yeah. Was he like flu-ish on Monday? Like was he like sniffling and stuff, or he was just like some random man who was pulling a joke? I'm not sure. I, I doubt he knew because it's very tough to detect, right? Um, it can take almost two, two weeks, weeks for um, symptoms to show up, even though you've already been affected. Yeah. That's what's called incubation period. Um, yeah, so he probably didn't even know, yeah. right? Hit us with that pre-med stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I was just talking to my, my music teacher about it because he works in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he was telling me, he actually gave me a much different outlook on it. He was telling me people are overreacting a bit, um, at least in his opinion, because um, he's saying it's just like another flu. Yeah. Because um, if you look at like the deaths, um, I don't know, there's no statistics on what the age demographic is. Because just like any flu, it kind of like, it hasn't killed, like the, the normal seasonal flu kills like around 2 million people a year, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. he's like saying, I mean, I don't know, I guess he was trying to say it wasn't as bad as like the normal flu. Like, it's just another flu, he's, I guess he was trying to say. Um, so mm-hmm. it was just like a different outlook he was giving me. Um, I guess. And he was also saying like, because I don't know about you, but people are like less likely to like shake hands now. People are resorting to like fist bumping. But like... <laughs> Fist bumping is actually doesn't do anything um, because it's still on your, your hand. hand. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you, like, it's not that you, like, lick it or your the place that's infected touches, like, your face or your mouth. It's just that if you inhale, you know, the, the, the illness, the particles, then you get it. So whether it's on your knuckles or not, it doesn't really matter. Is it airborne? It's airborne. Okay. Was you told the one that in his uh, foot high five technique? Low fives, feet high fives, they're better. Right? I mean, what's a low five? What's the point? It's like if you tap your ankles together. Yeah. Oh, I thought a low five was like... <laughs> like you put your like hand down, down low. low, yeah. <laughs> Too slow. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm all for low fives with feet. 
<laughs> for the next little yeah, while. Yeah, just like tap toes. Some yeah. footsie going on. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think optimistically, I'm not going to say realistically because I, I can't tell the future. This dies down in three, four-ish weeks. Um, I hope so. I hope so as well. And by then, everyone else will be able to get back to their schedules. NBA, <laughs> NHL will resume. I, I think, I, I have a feeling this will die down and then the sports leagues will come back. But then you got the, you got the Stanley Cup being awarded in like July. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't know, because we in Ontario at least, we're not a very population dense like province because we're in the most population dense part of Ontario we, we just happen to be yeah um, but even still I think Toronto's doing a pretty good job at um, you know trying to contain it like we have a lot of people working from home and a lot of people staying home um, but places like California I know like it's just so many people in that state that it's much harder to control so I don't know if like all the sports leagues will open up really because I think the main intention of all the, the US spots right I think the U.S. is yep. going to have a harder time dealing with it than we are. And they're doing a pretty bad job of dealing it to begin with. Really? Yeah. Like, in the beginning, um, they like they recently imposed, like, a travel ban from Europe, which is fine because of all the stuff that's going on in Italy, except mm-hmm. for the U.K. for some reason. Um, I don't know if that's politically driven or if there's just not enough people from the U.K. that have caught this or not. Um, mm. But, for example, when they first started realizing that people in the States were getting this, the, like the you-know-who administration refused to use the testing kits because they didn't want to use them because they were made in China. Uh And the ones that they were giving out that were, like, made-in-America kits apparently were very inaccurate, so they already, like, hit the ball running really late. Mm. And then, I mean, like I said, like, Ontario's taking much more proactive action than in the States because, like, you know, his brother's out of school, and there's not even kids in that school that have it. Like, my brother's school's closed for two days, and there's kids at that school that have tested positive for it. Right. Um, Universities there... Uh, the university closest to where I live is called University of Maryland, and uh, there's like, I've seen stuff from at least two or three people posting screenshots of like emails that these kids who've tested positive for coronavirus are like, yo, I'm sick, but you haven't canceled class yet, and I'm going to fail university if I don't go to this lab, so what do you want me to do, bro? Like, there's kids who've been in contact with them, and they haven't canceled class yet, but there's like a couple kids on campus that have this disease already. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I don't think they're doing a very good job with this kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that Toronto, or oh, I'm not sure about all of Canada, but I know Toronto, I think, is doing a really good job of it. I think it. so, too. Yeah. Swift moves before anything happens is a really good idea. Our university has no events anymore. Mm-hmm. I think you might have said this already. Yeah. But all but, those are recommended to be canceled, so that's good. Yeah, at least the Department of Management has pretty much canceled everything. Like, all the, even the minor events, like ones where only, like, 20 or 30 people are going to be there have only canceled. Yeah. yeah, it's really weird. I got like an email like two days ago about um, how they're monitoring the, the COVID disease status thing. And then I go on like Facebook, I see like a Facebook story of like the SCSU like handing out like free food and stuff, like self-serve stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, that was like yesterday, wasn't it? It was, it was like yesterday or like Monday. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, I think we are doing a pretty good job, but I'm surprised there's not like more like hand sanitizer around. You know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised it's not more, like, at least in our university. Quick thing. SESU is one of the clubs, I guess, in our school. They're Sorry, like the yeah. student council that runs the yeah, school. Yeah, the student yeah. union, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm surprised they're not doing more, like, like setting up more hand sanitizer stations because there really isn't that, that many. And, the you know, the few that there are, which are just next to the washrooms, which I feel like is a waste because yeah, you just you just go wash your hands anyways. So I feel like there should have been more of those set up because the few that are around that are next to the washroom, 
they're still like usually empty anyways. Yeah. Right? So that's what I'm a little disappointed about. Um, but I think in general, like citywide, I think we're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Schools should really invest in more hand sanitizers. Yeah. But then again, I don't know, maybe they're hurting from the lack of hand sanitizer in like the stores. Hey man, we could go on a whole tirade about things that our school should invest more in. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pull up one more thing. So yeah. my friend, aka Angela and I's friend, he is really into stocks. Stocks, he's and so he's a day trader. <laughs> Full time. Full time day trader. I think he pulled out all of his funds though just a couple nights ago because this guy was scared, and for good reason because the markets are tumbling right now. Yeah. And he showed me this fear and greed index earlier today. I think it, it goes on a scale of like zero to a hundred. Zero being literally the worst, and a uh, hundred being the best. Nothing's I guess. going on. Yeah. Aka, no one's really scared of the market. There's no. Mu- there's not much volatility, etc. But in 2008, what do you guys think, so during the recession, what do you think the, the fear and greed index was on a scale of 0 to 100? Fear and greed? It's like, um, you know, the panics that leads to, like, bank runs where people just pull all their money out of, like, in the Great Depression, it was pulling it out of banks, and 2008 was pulling it out of the market. Yeah. That kind of thing. Like, what do you think the panic index was? I couldn't say. Actually, wait. Tell him what it was in 2008 and then ask him to guess what he thinks it is now. Fine. So in 2008, during the recession, I think the peak was 12. That's the lowest it got. That's which the lowest is it got. really bad. So 12 meaning that there was a lot of fear? Yeah, because it's fear. like uh, zero is the worst, right? So the closer right. you get to zero. So right now... What do you think it is right now? Seven? How about Angela? Oh, I already told you. One. Oh, what the <laughs> hell? Wow. People literally cannot be more scared than they are right now. That's crazy. This is maximum fear. Which is kind of horrifying because it's like, what happens if it gets worse than what happens to the scale? Yeah. Am I weird? I don't feel that scared. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's more so stocks panic. Stock panic. Fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, We don't feel it because we're all broke. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because I don't have stocks. And, well, yeah, me too. (laughs) But on another note, I think university students in general aren't, I was uh, was covering my mouth there, but university students in general aren't as scared as other demographics are. Just because I think our immune systems are more equipped to handle this stuff. Hoo-ha. But then again, a part of me is worried because every day I go outside, I come back home. If there's any germs on me, my parents are old. Yeah. So, and that's the demographic that's being attacked right now. That's why I started giving a shit. Because I realized if I bring it home, I'm like my parents, right? Like, I'll be okay. I'll be fine. Yeah, I think there's like a 99% chance that people under 50 end up surviving. Mm Mm-hmm. But once you hit the 50. I don't know. <laughs> after 50. Right after 50. Wow. My parents are 400 something odd kilometers away from me. I think they'll be okay. They'll as be as okay. My, actually, no. I guess my brother brought home coronavirus, so. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Good thing they got him out of there. Mm. Um, I just kicked him out last night. <laughs> he's not allowed home anymore. <laughs> Sleeping in, like, the yard or something. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. Like, for me, it's weird because I'm in computer science, so... I'm always very hesitant to use like the lab computers because there's like a hundred different people who have right. used it before. Um, so that's always kind of awkward. Also, that lab you guys frequent is not, uh, it's, it's literally infamous <laughs> for its lack of hygiene. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not the very most hygienic place to begin with. Um, so in this kind of situation, but still, I'm not really that scared, I would say. Yeah, I'm not that scared either. Just more cautious now than I have been in the past. And yeah. by cautious, I've been carrying sanitizer with me everywhere, cleaning everything I touch. It's good. It's good. 
You know, there's arguments to be made that um, hand sanitizer is bad for you, like, you know, the fear of, like, washing your hands too much and how that makes, like, bacteria stronger because, you know, the argument about that. So it's like, oh, once this is all over and people have, like, hand sanitized themselves to the point of oblivion, we're all going to be super vulnerable to bacterial infections now. Mm. I feel like we've been doing that for a while, though. Right, with all the, like, the antibiotics and stuff? Yeah, We've it is. already been kind of on that trend anyways. Yeah. I feel like that's just a consequence of like modern medicine. Uh, is it a consequence of modern medicine or people being stupid? Well, and, like, oh, wait, um, people being stupid? Because, like, uh, I mean, if we're going to go into the antibiotic resistance argument, which I guess we're at now, a lot of it in the 90s came from doctors over-prescribing antibiotics mm. for things. Yeah. Like, they didn't... Like, they would prescribe you antibiotics for the flu, which is a viral infection. So taking a bunch of antibiotics doesn't actually do anything. Mm, okay. Or uh, people would abuse them. Or not abuse them, but they'd do it incorrectly, where instead of finishing their prescription, they'd be like, oh, I've taken seven of these ten pills. I feel better now. I'm not just, just going to take the rest of them. Yeah. So, I don't know. People being... We're pretty dumb sometimes. Yeah. I feel like there might be some stuff that comes out of this once we're on the other side of it. Yeah, I mean, and also I think what you were saying before is just like the hygiene levels increasing as well. Like I hope so. with all, well, with all the with the hand sanitizer we're using, that's part of like just overall cleanliness increasing. And I mean, that's kind of like like I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I read somewhere that um, back in the days, no one really had like allergies or anything. Mm-hmm. It's really just now that we've kind of like started sheltering ourselves away from like nature and stuff. The yeah. allergies started springing about. Makes sense. Really? I don't know. You seem very uh, not convinced. I don't know, are you sure people didn't have allergies back then? It is a more frequent, because it's uh, basically an autoimmune deficiency where your body produces something that attacks that thing. When you So like if you inhale, like if you're allergic to peanuts, for example, that's like your body is attacking that because they think it's a disease, hmm. which is it's not normal, so it's like a mutation the wrong way. Okay. A part of me is just remembering the movie Parasite and how that girl was allergic to peach fuzz. I've heard that before. Some people are like, oh, it makes my mouth itchy. Yeah, and that's like, peach, peaches aren't new. Peaches have been around for centuries. Yeah, but, um, that's true. <laughs> but I think it's part of the fact that, like, now it's easier to kind of, like, separate yourself from all that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the strong argument for it is. Um, this is where we get into the thing of, like, oh, there's one comp side kid one management kid and one environmental science kid and we're starting to talk about stuff that none of us yeah. really know you're the, about. You're more qualified to answer this than You know this guy in the summer like when I was on work term he like panic texted me as I was walking yeah. like from work and he was like yo like it's a really stressful time at work right now like I can't miss work to get sick my dad has pink eye how do I not get it and I explained like you know don't do this don't do this don't do this and then he asked me like legitimately if I make eye contact with my dad, will I get pink eye? <laughs> yeah, so this, I'm pretty sure this is like a Indian myth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but someone told me a long time ago that if you look at someone with pink eye, you're going to get pink eye. So pink eye or like the evil eye? <laughs> <laughs> I never... It might have been the evil eye. I don't know. It was a dumb thing. I've learned. Yeah, so I was like, don't you have any actual pre-med friends to ask? And he was like, you're the closest thing I have to a pre-med friend. Yeah. Someone who's in science. Could you just Google that? You you could. I'm pretty sure I Googled it at the time, but I still wasn't convinced. Oh, I see. I (laughs) I was like, I'm not sure. I got to ask Angela. Mm -hmm. Can you debunk this, please? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mythbusters. She she did. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, he did not get pink eye. I didn't get pink eye. <laughs> he just didn't talk to his dad for like five days. Yeah, just close your eyes. Okay, pink eye. Kept him in a box. Blindfolded him. Blindfolded him. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. It's for the better. <laughs> I can't afford to be sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, my dad made a full recovery. I was shove him in the closet. Yeah. Just put him in the closet. Okay. Put him in the basement, like parasite. Oh, true. Yeah. Are you guys allergic to anything? Um, I'm allergic to like certain types of tree nuts. Okay. Um, like walnuts and pine nuts, I have a really bad reaction to. But it's not something that's like, um, like I'll die if I eat it. It's just it's very uncomfortable. Like my yeah. throat gets really itchy. Oh, okay. Um, it's kind of weird because you would think that that extends to like almonds. So it's like certain types of tree nuts. But I can eat like hazelnut. Like I can eat oh. Nutella. Bless. Nice. I eat like almond butter all the time. Yeah. So I don't. It's very self-selecting. It's like a couple of them. So right. In general, I try not to eat them. I'm allergic to some trees as well. Like, if I go hiking, sometimes I'll just, like, break out itches so on my face. you just hate pollen, huh? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, some, I think it's just actually just some sort of trees. Like, um, when I am in nature, I'm usually, like, at my friend's friend's cottage. And to stay there, he makes us do manual labor and clear his, like, his acre wood or whatever. <laughs> his so, hundred acre wood. <laughs> yeah, so we're, like, clearing, like, fallen trees and shit, yeah. essentially. So um, there's a lot of contact with the trees and, like... Halfway through, like, my <laughs> face will start, like, itching and stuff, and I need to, like, put my hood on, and then I'm generally, like, a little better with that going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you think it's the pollen or the sap? I think it might be the sap or the bark. Yeah. Not the pollen, probably. But I think I do have some seasonal allergies as well, so it could be that, too. Are you allergic to any? I am. I'm glad we're talking about this, because Angela and I were literally just talking about allergies a few hours ago. Remember the gym? Ah, uh, yes. Yes. So... I am allergic to one thing, and I don't know why I'm allergic to this, but I don't know if it's petroleum jelly or just something in lotions in general, but every time I use Vaseline or some cream for my hands, my hands always break out in blisters. Oh. And I can't, there's no way around this. I've tried several different treatments, and I've, I've used treatments to get rid of the blisters, but I don't know what causes them. Like, right. what that ingredient is that causes my blisters. So if you put straight Vaseline on, that happens too. My hands are screwed if I put up straight Vaseline. Like, I'll wake up the next morning and there'll be, like, three or four bumps, and it'll just get worse over the next week. Does that make it hard to use, like, any sort of moisturizer? He doesn't use any sort of moisturizer. I can't. Wow. Like, I can't. Wow. I straight up can't. Wait, wait, wait. So if you... Is it just your hands, or when it touches, your, like, your face too? My face is fine. It's just my hands for some reason. Have you ever put it on your face, though? I've, I've tried putting the cream on my hands and then on my face for, yeah. like, facial moisturizer, but then my hands still break out. But ah. his face is fine. My face right. is fine. Interesting. Same thing for hair gel. I cannot put on gel in my hair. Because really? it has to go on my hands first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just use gloves. Yeah, just use gloves, bro. Yeah, I, uh, yeah that's probably a better idea. But then eventually I just switched to hairspray. That's, the, that's what I use now. Okay. And he doesn't, he's never moisturized. <laughs> I ha- no 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 I I have moisturized I usually get like my mom to do it or something if my skin is dry <laughs> I don't know you can get like hypoallergenic um, uh, moisturizer I'm sure right I don't know the way he's making it sound is like the thing that makes it like lubricant that you can spread it as opposed to like uh, like really thick is yeah. probably what he's allergic to so should do an allergy test man yeah I should yeah I did one um, it's pretty enlightening do a what is it called. Wait, I'm curious about the results of that, but yeah. you should do a DNA test, too. DNA test? 
Like the, <laughs> what are they called? The. Why, you don't think he looks like his mom or his dad? No, the 23andMe type of things. Oh, that thing? Yeah. yeah. You want to see, like, his ancestry? I don't know, I feel like you guys would be pretty cool. I'll get that back, and it says 99.9% East Asian. <laughs> East Asian. Spanish. That's not in my bloodstream, though. Oh. My mom's adopted. She's not, like, yeah, born out of a Spanish woman. <laughs> so your grandma's Spanish. Me? Yeah. Just making that clear for our listeners. Yeah. Hey, right. guys, we haven't forgotten about you. Great. We're gonna, they're going to track me down now. Feel free to call Angela Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. Please don't actually do that. He murdered many, many people. (laughs) Yeah, please don't do that. (laughs) Only we can. Um, But what was your, like, what was the results of your allergy test? They tested for a lot of stuff. (laughs) I tested positive for a lot of stuff. Oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, it's not, like, super duper bad. Like, it's, it's, like, unreasonable stuff. Not stuff I'd I'd see every day, right? Um, Mildly allergic to cats and dogs. Not that big of a deal. Like, Um, what happens? Just something, like, itching. Do you have a cat? No, I don't have any. Uh, pets. Uh, I had a dog for a day, but that's a story for another day. Um, and it was kind of like uncomfortable the way they test you. Um, they kind of just get like your arm and they make a lot of like slits, essentially. Like tiny little pricks, rather. Yes. Pricks. pricks. Um, yeah, slits is a little extreme. Slits. Um, slits on your arm? Yeah. Oh my goodness. No, poor choice of words. Yeah, so they trick you. What cats do you have? They, they trick you with like 30 different things though. Yeah. Um, because they test for a lot of stuff. So a lot of like tree stuff I tested for, uh, test positive for. Um, couple like ticks which is like whatever if it's if i'm gonna get bit by a tick it's gonna be pretty bad anyways so so how do they test for that like they take a tick they have like um they have like samples of them like liquefied like okay i don't know they have tick juice that's gross tick juice for all the girls get dummy tick juice tick juice (laughs) lord um uh and they just rub it in the cup they she she puts it on like the the thing that she pricks you with Ah. yeah um, and she makes sure to like somehow, I think she like cleans it every single time, right? Like sanitizes it so that there's no cross-contamination. Otherwise the test would be like dumb. Useless. Yeah, right. Um, the other thing that is kind of weird, I didn't, I didn't test for this, but it's just something I've noticed. When I eat cantaloupe, if it touches my lips, my lips start tingling. So that's the only other weird thing. Is that normal? Is it an uncomfortable so. tingling or is it like a... I mean, what's a non-uncomfortable tingling? Like, like my mint. lips feel like magic. <laughs> no, I mean, is it like when you put, like, minty lip balm or eat gum or something? Or is it like, okay, this is not... No, it was literally tingling, like, almost like if your, like, foot fell asleep or something. Ah. Something like oh, that. Like, like pins and needles. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but generally not that bad, unless I'm just, like, rubbing it on my lips. <laughs> and it's pretty easy to keep it out of your lips. Okay, so that's well. the way to get ram. Take yeah. cantaloupe and just rub it on his or lips. Rub on my lips. My lips are my weak spot. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Come for my lips, are fine. No, thank you. <laughs> hey, last podcast he said he wanted to marry you. Okay, so. Yeah. You speak Pashto again, he just might. Not for my lips, for my tongue that time. Lord. It's all in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, so w- what were we talking about? Coronavirus. <laughs> yes. I think, I think we've pretty much beaten the topic to death, though. I think I everyone's beaten the topic to death. Everyone's beaten the topic to death. You yeah. could not talk about coronavirus more than people are right now. But you cannot not talk about it either, so you we can't. have to address it. Exactly. Hope everyone's safe. Wash your hands, guys. Follow the instructions from the WHO or your local doctor, physician. Sing happy birthday as you are washing your hands. That's how long you should be washing your hands for. How long you should be lathering for. But what if you sing happy birthday really slowly? Or really fast? I was going to say, at worst, you have hella clean hands. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me you don't have the exact BPM of happy birthday ingrained in your mind? I'm not saying I don't, 
but what if some people don't? Fair enough. I understand. You're worried about other less, more musically challenged people for sure. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what to do, man. I guess we just have to make a Spotify recording of Happy Birthday. You just gotta play it every time you wash your hands. I gotta do a cover. And we gotta make it blow up. Monetize. Yep. Yeah, of course I'm gonna monetize. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it'll blow up. With your thinking, yeah, it'll blow up. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Ram is a singer. I like to sing. Yeah, he sings the intro for this podcast. Yes. Oh, sweet. It's gonna be on there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I like to do that on occasion. Um, sang at one of Angela and... Were, are you, were you in that club? Are you part of live? I was honorarily there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to plug your, your old club? Not particularly. No. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I mean, I performed at that. That was really fun, actually. It was a cool night. Everyone was, like, all fancy and dressed up. That's always nice to see. Yeah, I think you didn't really understand what you were coming to until you walked into the hotel and you were like, what? I had no clue what was really going on. I didn't really understand what I was at, what what part of the event I was even performing at. I didn't. I learned it was an awards gala, like, the day of. Um, and I picked the song... The night before. You were the <laughs> finale. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. That's pretty cool when you put it that way. You were it. You were literally the star <laughs> of the show. Yeah, the only thing people remember is you, bro. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. That's nice. Yeah. Next topic? Sure. Angela, do you want to pick a topic? Um, would you like to talk about... Did I... I swear I told you something today about something I wanted to talk about. I don't remember, though. Hmm. I don't remember either. Would you like to talk about? Uh, wait. Oh, no, I remember you said yeah. something. <laughs> oh. Hmm. oh, this is just a byproduct of last week. I was writing stuff down as things occurred. You can tell we're like total podcasters now. Some stuff happened over the course of the week, and I was like, I didn't bring that up on podcast, so I wrote sure. it down. Save it for the podcast. I'm like a loser. Anywho, <laughs> um, we were talking about, oh, I think it was Toronto slang. That might have been it. Toronto slang was one. I think there was something uh, in the gym yeah. that you yeah. told me. Yeah. But last time we were talking about like idioms and stuff and how they don't translate. Yeah. One thing I just realized is there's a Spanish idiom that translates literally directly into English. Oh. Slash it exists completely the same in both languages. Um, like, you know how sometimes you say something, something, or what at the end of the sentence? Like in a question. Sure. Um, in Spanish, in like South America anyway, <laughs> you can say like, okay. At the end of the sentence, which oh. literally means or what. And then I heard people using it recently, and I was like, oh, that's one of those idioms that stays the same. It's not like, a, I don't know, one of the really complicated ones you can't really translate. Apples and oranges. Mm. Nice. <laughs> Anywho. Is that an idiom? I don't know. It's just like something. It's like a. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's just very colloquial, and I was Yeah, colloquial. It. Yeah, yeah. What's really weird is there's actually like a bunch of French words that are the same in like my language. Shook. French words. French words. In my language of Pashto, um, spoken in Afghanistan, it's like the secondary language. It's like the French of Canada, um, in Afghanistan at least. And yeah, like the word dossier, which means folder. Oh. It means folder in my language too. And that really? was really freaking weird. Um, I, I'm trying to think. I think there was at least, there's at least one other one. Um, do you guys know the word for belt is in French? I know no French. I'm gonna look that I, d- up. I don't know either. We don't have anyone to look stuff up for us, so I have to look it up myself. <laughs> one, we'll get there one day. We'll get there one day. Like, Joe Rogan has, like, James or something. Like, James, pull that up. <laughs> we just have um, a Googler. We'll post a, a job opening on LinkedIn. Yeah, an internship podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Unpaid. Not your normal podcast. It's the person who looks things up. It's not your normal wage either. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> French word for belt. I mean, there's a lot of things that translate between languages. I don't know which came first, though. Like, the French 
dossier or the Pashto dossier? Yeah, that's what I don't know. Like, there are a lot of words that that appear in like other languages, but usually they have very similar roots, like Germanic languages, right? Like, um, you'd expect some words in like English to be the same in French or like in German, right? But Pashto and uh, French have very different origins, right? Well, they're both Indo-Iranian, right? Are they? Yes. French is Indo-Iranian. Because it's called Indo-Iranian because it originates from like the Aryan group of people that came over from that part of Europe. Mm. Um, I, this might be wrong. It's been a very long time since I've looked at language origins, but I think Indo-Iranian languages actually encompasses like all of the Romance languages. Wow. As well as most of the Northern Indian dialects. Wow. Um, because a lot of things in Hindi, and the first language in your country is Persian. Yeah. Are there any similarities between Persian and Pashto? Yes. Quite if I was to guess, I, think so, yeah. I would say it's because there's a crossover between French, Persian, and Pashto. Because a lot of those languages are linked that way. Like there's, there's some Hindi words that are similar to words spoken in a particular part of Europe, but I don't remember which one. Mm. I think Indo-Iranian divides further into languages that are very different. Wow. Um, like, I don't remember if Germanic is under that branch, but I feel like Romance languages and then the Northern Indian languages that all originated together came from that as well. Are Germanic languages a subset of Romance languages? No. no. I, I would say no, because those German, uh, Romance languages are rooted in Latin, and then Germanic languages are spoken by the people that the Romans conquered. Oh. So um, they were like, like, that's where the word... Um, Barbarian comes from like Barbarus was probably one of the tribes they conquered. Oh. Um, so fun fact: there is a very large tribe of ethnic population in Morocco that are called Berberis. I think their word for themselves is Amazigh. I could be wrong, but it's like another word to, that you use to describe them. And I think Berber is kind of not really that nice because it's supposed to be rooted in the word barbarian. Hmm. I see. Fun fact about languages, guys. History buff. I learn something new every day. Yeah, right? Yeah, she has a crazy knowledge of, like, history and stuff. But I might be wrong about that. If I had to guess, I would assume it's because there's a crossover between Persian and Pashto and between Persian and, like... French. European languages. Yeah, yeah, it might might have been that way, just because... Yeah, I was going to propose that, like, because we got kind of taken over by Persia at some point, um, we probably just merged some of their language with ours, just naturally, right? Um, So, yeah, that other theory could be true. Could have been words that came from... French into Persian, then into Pashto via the Persian middleman, Persian Empire, yada, yada, yada. Do you know which language doesn't translate across other languages? Sorry, that was weird. Do you know which <laughs> language doesn't share any similarities with any other language? Uh, Japanese and Korean. I was going to say something different. Doesn't share. Toronto slang! <laughs> 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 okay, I'll explain that to bit, I guess. Um, I was looking at it. Before, there's like a lot of argument between people who study this kind of thing about where languages come from. And a lot of people are like, oh, because uh, if you look at Japanese writing, it's very similar to Chinese writing because mm-hmm. they use the, like, kanji is basically Chinese characters. Yep. And then way back in the day, we mentioned this in the last podcast, like Koreans used to use the Chinese system of writing as yep. well. So they just assumed that they were all kind of related together. But I read somewhere recently that people actually can't find where Korean or Japanese came from because it doesn't branch off the Chinese. It doesn't branch off the Chinese. Mm-mm. And like, I find that hard to believe. I mean, it. As someone who speaks Chinese, I believe it because there is literally no similarity 
I think, between, like, Chinese and Japanese, for example, or between, like... The, uh, wait, but some of the symbols are mean the exact same thing. The symbols, yeah, like, the written word is fine, but, like, the actual language itself like is not... Like, the pronunciation, you mean? Like, um, pretty much, yeah, like, they're not, they don't sound... Like, if someone talks to me, oh, so there's talk- no crossover. You're talking purely phonetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can buy that. Yeah. Writing's more just like, oh, you got conquered by these people, slash you just borrowed their system, like, you know? Yeah, because I thought you meant, like, yeah, the because the, I know for a fact that um, Japanese, the they took characters from the Chinese for kanji. like thing, for kanji, and I know for a fact that each letter has potentially two different types of meanings, the onyumi or the kuyumi. Onyomi or Kuyomi, I forget what the pronunciation is. One of them being the meaning rooted from Chinese, the other being totally original Japanese meaning. So I was like, no way, Jose, or no way, Pablo. <laughs> but yeah, so phonetically, they are quite different. Yeah, so yeah. when you look at like language trees, because you take linguistics, right? Did yes. you guys do language trees? Um, syntax or phonetic? Like which kinds? Like, like the literally sound? language branches, like Afroasiatic, Indo Iranian. We didn't, I didn't Bantu. do that. I didn't do like that stuff. I didn't do sociolinguistics or anything. Okay. Yeah. So nowadays people put Chinese and like the Southeast Asian languages like Thai, um, Burmese, they actually go under there. Yeah. Um, Japanese and Korean are on their own branches now. Like they have oh. their own, because no one really knows where they came from. Phonetically, yeah. It's quite, it's a lot different. Anyway, Toronto slang, huh? Toronto slang. Yeah, I can't really add too much on that conversation. Yeah, I'm sure. not that smart. <laughs> but I'm smart enough to know Toronto slang. It's okay, I'm just a weeb, so. But yeah, Toronto slang. So, what I have here is Narcity. Oh, oh nice. Nice. 14 Toronto slang phrases. You'll only, you'll, you'll only understand if you're fluent in Torontonian. <laughs> this, this is going to be a learning experience for me. Are you guys fluent in Torontonian? I, I think I'm quite not. fluent. I think I'm quite fluent as well. Absolutely. Should we like, I mean, so Angela, should, you've assimilated. You've been here for a while. Yeah, about three years. I, I hope you know most of these. Gosh. Should we keep a count? Should we like... We gotta. We should count for how many we don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just say after. Sure. Yeah. yeah sure. Let's keep a track. So, so number one, for some reason, they have. Holy! <laughs> no, that's okay. the hot spring. That's, that's, that's the, the most Oscar Canadian house. thing. I know like six people that say that that way. No, no, no. no. Hold, on, hold on. The Toronto way of saying is holy dog. Like it's it's a lay. I'm pretty sure. There is, the pitch of the voice is what makes you Torontonian. I see. Yeah. Professor here. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I'm, I'm the expert here in Toronto. You know, slide. Chetty says holy like that. I, oh. I'm, I get easily annoyed by people who say like, holy or jeez, some oh, stupid thing. Like oh, that. sorry, I do that a lot. I hate that so <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't want to prevent people from talking the way you talk. You do you, but I don't know. It's just something about it gets on my nerves. See, I don't like it. I'm self-conscious now. I don't think I can talk anymore. You say G's all the time. I say it a lot, yeah. At least when I'm playing sports. Now, if you say G's, I'm okay with that. Like G's? But the, the intonation of your voice. If I go like, G's! I hate it. G's! <laughs> I hate it. One day we'll steal his phone and set all of his ringtones to G's! Can you imagine if he sent his text to G's and we just start spamming him? That would be perfect. That would be so, so key. I'd throw my phone away. <laughs> okay, next one, next one. I don't know this one. It's Cuzzo. Cuzzo. I mean, I've heard that. Like cousin. I think right? I've heard about it. Uh, it's like your man's, like yeah, your cousin. It's like cousin. Your bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's a term of affection, like bro or my dude. Never actually used Cuzzo, but I said like yo, cuz. Oh, 
that's so I've, American. I've said that I've said that pretty rarely. It's very American. It is, yeah. I think I've heard it like rap songs. Yeah, probably in like yeah. I don't know. I usually assume things that are American that filter their way up here, like New York stuff. Yeah, that's that's definitely not like rooted in like patois, right? That's not like totally. I don't I don't think it is at least. Yeah, Toronto slang has a lot of patois influence. It's like very strong. In general, influence, Caribbean yeah. influence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, next one. That's one that you don't know, I guess. Yep. Next one is fam. Fam. Come I on, think fam. that counts. Come Everyone on, fam. says fam. Is fam s- said in the States as well? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, But like in Toronto, they say, like, yo, fam. Yo, it's fam. Like, it's like ingrained. Fam is a huge part, I feel like. Yeah. Everyone says fam. Like, you don't, they don't, I feel like they don't say it as much back home, but. I feel, I pr- they probably don't. Probably they, don't. if it's a thing that exists here and exists back home, they pronounce it very Canadian here. Fam? Pam. Like that. Pam. Fam. Okay. (laughs) This next one, I think everyone knows. And this one's very Toronto. Yeah. Waste. (sighs) Ah, your waste. (laughs) It's it's very Toronto. Waste mans. Waste mans. Waste youth. (laughs) Yes. What's a youth? Youth. Okay. Youth. It's like kid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the definition is like, I'll save you the semantics on this one. If someone calls you waste, it's a bad thing. Okay. Thanks, Narcity. Very Thanks, quirky Narcity. definition. Appreciate it. The next one is, you just said this. Oh. Ute. Ute. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've literally never heard. That's like a Canadian-Canadian thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it literally means youth, and you can combine it with waste. Yep. I wrote this article, man. Yeah, you, did you write this article, Ram? I mean... Shameless self promo. <laughs> the next one is, Ting. Ting. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is, I, I love, I love Ting. Ting is great because it's so, like, multi-purpose. It's you know very I mean? multi-purpose. Like, and the multi-purposeness of it is so far from the other purpose. Like, one way you use it is, like, a person you like. Like, that's my Ting. Right? But the other thing is, like, is this, is this something we're doing? Like, is this a Ting? Like, are we gonna, yeah. are we gonna go, like, if we have plans or something? Like, like, oh, yo, do you want to, like go to like the do you want to go to the mall or whatever and then people are like oh yeah is it a ting like are we actually doing this so i think i always love how different the two are. yeah yeah i love i love that it's so funny you know always, uh, yeah. what of your friends got mad at me for using the word ting incorrectly like what's the actual definition if you're using it on like a girl does it have a specific context or just means a chick oh no like it should be someone you're like i guess there's two things like you could be official but mm-hmm. it could just be someone you're trying to talk, you're trying to chop, okay, I can't say chop, because that's more slack, someone you're trying to talk to, and you're almost calling dibs on them, like, yo, stop this, that's my ting, like, (laughs) why are you chatting her up, you know, so wait, what happened with you and your friend, oh, Ah! Oh, wait, what did you do, I didn't do anything, I, like, uh, he started seeing a girl, and then, um, so when, me and, Ah! started dating, he asked Wei Chung, like, oh, is that your ting, so I just assumed it meant, girl slash girlfriend yeah yeah and so yeah. um i think his like tony's new girlfriend was like visiting the comp labs or something and i said like oh like is that your ting and he got very like that's not my ting that's my girlfriend and i was like oh, <laughs> dude, i thought it was the same thing you called me his ting yeah it, it has a less serious context sometimes uh, yeah. Some, yeah some people don't like saying ting yeah because it literally means think so <laughs> objectifying that yeah i don't like using ting either when i am describing a woman <laughs> But I use Tang from... A female. A female, yeah. But I, I use Tang from time to time as well. Do girls use that on guys? No. Mm. I don't think so. Is there any... They'd be saying, that's my man. Oh, is, there's no, like, slang equivalent of Tang? They'd be mad, yeah. 
That's my man. Now, while we're here, do you want to explain the bonus line that you just said? Chop? Chop? Sure, yeah. I mean, that's just like when you're trying to flirt with a girl, essentially, right? You're trying yeah. to chop her. Yeah. It sounds kind of um, violent, <laughs> but it shouldn't be. It's not. It's not violent at all. Yeah. It's just casual Where flirting. Come from? I have no clue. That's just been a thing since I was, like, super little. Yeah. Because yeah. I swear chopping is a type of dance. Chop. Like, flossing, there's chopping. There might be. I don't know. I might be making this up, but I feel like I've like I've heard it back home before, but I felt like it was like a dance. Might have a different meaning here. Mm. Yeah, I've I've heard that since I was like in grade school. I don't think it's used as since much you were a wee little ting. Yeah, actually, a wee little ting, a little ting. This one's very Toronto. This next one. Yeah. Reach. Oh. Reach. That was nice. I like that. That I was like the that. first one I heard when I got. I bet. Yeah. Reach, fam. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I heard it for the first time in like grade nine or something, mm-hmm. and someone's like, "Yo, do you want to reach?" And I'm like, "What? Reach? Reach what?" <laughs> like, I was extending my arms, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" That's Me, so funny. When I first got here. Because <laughs> when I first heard it too, I was like, I just got what it meant. I was like, "Oh, that's a cool way of saying that. I'm gonna take that. That's cool. <laughs> I like that." It's like, do you want to reach my place? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm talking to me. I'm not talking to you. Oh, oh th- this next bad. one. You know, I, I think I'm going to give this article credits <laughs> because it's, it's very Toronto. Okay. Nice it. Nice it, fam. I hate that one. <laughs> or I don't hate it, but it's like, ugh. I like that one. Although it's easy to overuse. You say very too much, easy. you're whack. Like, you're actually a waste man. So what's the definition I like of that. It? Yeah. It's just shut up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in, I think, my grade 9, grade 10 class, once they caught whiff of the Toronto slang, they used nice it way too much. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, stop. Please. Like, stop. I didn't hear that one till this year. It's, cool. it's a little, yeah, it's a little rare, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We're, like, ranking like, them. Nice like, your beak, and I was like, Yeah, so I was going to say, the bonus, the bonus, you can augment that that term by saying nice your beak. Oh. Which, like, you're pretty much calling them a bird. And calling them out the beak, right? Just yeah. Just them to fucking shut their beak. Shut their you beak know, um, in My Hero Academia, that guy that can, like, turn into a bird or something? Is, is he a bird? Or, or I don't, like, he looks like a bird. Yeah, and he has, like, the shadow, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, like, bootleg raven from the Teen Titans. Sure, yeah, okay, no, no. I just about. think about his face every time someone <laughs> says that. Nice, your beak. I just think about that character. He's, like, legit a crow. <laughs> He's literally, literally just a crow. So yeah. literally nice your beak. Yeah, he, he literally his beak needs to nice, yeah. <laughs> I know that meant kill. It ba- like nice it, I thought that meant kill something. Nice it. Oh. Or like stop it. Nice it. Kill it. <laughs> just like stop it, but. Bop it. Hit it. <laughs> nice it. Crank it. Nice it. <laughs> <laughs> nice it. <laughs> you know, there again, back in that same grade nine, grade ten class, <laughs> the people always said neck a lot. What? Like, I don't know if like you guys necking? Like, like got your neck? Like like, like if you I'm do something you? if you do something stupid, someone be like, That's a neck. Like okay. someone slap him on his neck. That's not mm. I see what I see what they mean. That no, might have just sure. been like I've never a, I never actually heard that one though. Yeah, same. In high school I've heard that's arms, which I thought was the Whoa. funniest thing. You guys ever heard of that? So it's when like uh <laughs> okay, Angela hasn't heard of it. <laughs> but it's like when you I guess something is too mean-spirited that you did. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm explaining this in the most... Uh, sorry, excuse me. I'm explaining this in the most, like, S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S
yeah, when you do something just very mean-spirited, um, and it's like, yo, that's kind of, like, offensive, like, you could start a fight with arms. doing something like that. It's like, that's arms. And I imagine it comes from the fact that, like, you know, military arms, sort of, like, yo. You mean the thing Canada doesn't have? Yeah, our lack of arms. <laughs> yeah. That's local, man. That's local. <laughs> that was just a thing in our high school, actually. Do you know uh, who else is arms? Who else? Me. You are arms? Because the name's Armand. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. Next one is Run That. Run That. Uh, yeah. Do you know I've that heard that one less. Yeah. Explain, please. It's like, uh, okay, the definition here. It's pretty, it's pretty self-explanatory. If you want someone to give you something in the six, six with a six, chances are you can probably just tell that person to run that to you. Oh, okay. ah! he that yeah. He's like my Toronto slang teacher. Oh, okay. Because cool. he's a true Scarborough thing. Yeah. No, like... I, yeah, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, haven't you heard people say run those pockets? Isn't that like an American thing too? Right. No one says that? Yeah, that's when you're getting robbed. Like, yeah, run, run those run pockets. Your, yeah, run those pockets. Dude, someone would rob me and tell me to do that and I would just be standing there like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no parlay frosting. Knees buckling. <laughs> uh, yes. We. <laughs> Speak English. Yeah. So this next one, I don't like because they spelled it wrong. <laughs> it's a lie. Oh God! Wait, how do they spell it? How do they they spell it? spelled it A space L I E. Ah, that's nah. not. That's not. The I thought real it was one. like A L I G H or something. A no. lie. <laughs> like without the like without the T. It's it's A H L I E. That's oh, the right, right, right. that's the way to spell it. So I imagine you don't like this term either. No, no, no I like the term. I don't think you like people using it though. Why? Because it kind of has the same cheese effect. Like, a lie? Uh, I don't know. Uh, people say G's with a specific intonation. A lie is usually not said that way. At least with in the, my experience. With the, you mean with the upper inflections the, of that? Yeah. Like the almost falsetto. <laughs> a lie? Almost falsetto, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I've never had someone say a lie that way. Really? Okay. So when do you use this term? A lie? It's like... I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. It just became. It just. Is it has like been a? You just kind of salted in your sentences. It's almost a throwaway term. It's just like when someone tells you something that's like slightly unexpected. I guess. So I it know. means like really. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. This one is. Yeah. Uh, this one usually comes in the form of a question, usually to ask whether or not the person agrees with your statement. As in, you're coming to the bar with us later. A lie. Oh, facts. Yeah. 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 A lie. Yeah. I feel like if I went home and said that, I'd get flamed. By who? Everybody. <laughs> They'd be like, what did you just say? <laughs> you should use this newfound knowledge. It'll be interesting. Do you want to, oh, after this, you should look up, like, DC slang or something. I'll see if I can teach you something. Oh, yeah, yeah, run that, run that. <laughs> run that, run that. <laughs> like, you, you, like, it sounds like I'm saying it as a reference to what we're doing, but I actually would say that. Normally. Yeah, run <laughs> you that. would. All right, Wog One. Is oh, one? there it is. Classic. Do you say that? No. Not really. I don't say that either. That's like very, very Jamaican, right? Yeah, it's a little weird because at that point you're just like saying legit. Yeah, legit patois. 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 Yeah. 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 I, I say I say it like very rarely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I say it as a joke from time to time. If I haven't seen someone in a while, I'll hit them with a wog one. And if they're like from the hood, <laughs> like from the depths of Scarberia. How long would you have to not see someone for you to say wog one? It depends how long I haven't seen them for and where. I knew them from. So, so I knew them from like 
the depths of Toronto. If they're a true Toronto man, then yeah, I hit them with a wobble. But you want to hit up your work coworkers. Nah, nah. I I probably say I probably default to what are you saying? Yo, what are you saying, dog? Like, yo, what are you saying, fam? Like, that's what I usually go. I feel like there's some stuff that they're missing. Because I feel like something like that, like, it's a little more accessible for like most people. But like, if you're a true traumans, I might hit you with the wild one. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. This next one, I don't know. It's slime. Slime. Yeah, I, I don't use this too much. I don't think I've really heard. I think because I've I've seen this article before. I think this was though. I've I only saw it from this. No one I know uses that. Yeah, I don't know anyone that uses this either. Apparently, it means if someone says you're slime or that you're doing slimy stuff, it means you can't be trusted. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it makes much. sense, that right? That just means, like, that person's kind of grimy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could guess what it is, but I've never heard anyone really use it. These next two I'm going to give you in rapid fire because I don't know any of these. Oh, really? Breeze. Breeze. And Inda. Inda? Like, Inda Hood. Inda Hood. In the club? Okay, well, I know Inda, but no one says I'm Inda. Like, yeah, no one says that. It says, I'm in, Inda that life. What? I'm Inda that li- What? Uh, okay, that's weird. That's the worst. <laughs> and breeze just means, like, beat it or scram, which I get, but I never use it. Breeze. I, I feel like people probably said that, but, like, no one in my circles. Is, yeah. that, is that all of them? That's all the ones that that Narcity article had. Narcity, yeah. Should I give credits to the author? I think that should be fair. Yeah, yeah. APA style reference. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't have a sweet on there. Sweeter man's. Yeah, like sweeter man's. Oh, sweet I'm cake. surprised they don't either. I swear there must have been like another edition of that list Probably. because I swear I saw sweeter man somewhere. Or, nyae. Oh, nyae. God damn, I wonder how that's going to sound on the What's mic. What's the difference between that and just a? Eh? Like, what's that? I'm not gonna say it out loud. It's yeah, that eh? noise. It's like a little more provocative, I feel like. <laughs> it gets the people going. It's, it's like yeah. taunting. A little bit, yeah. A little more, yeah. It's a little, just got a little more. That's ours, man. It's got a little Spiciness. more to it, you know? Yeah, eh? Yeah. So this was Patrick John Gilson, October 22nd, 2019. Thank you, Patrick. Did you say taunting? It's more like taunting? It is more taunting. Yeah, I think that's a very good word to use. Like you, I almost challenge people with it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. they'll be like, oh, yeah, no, sorry, like, I can't make it. Like, I'm too busy. I'll be like, yeah, eh? Like, you're busy, eh? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like you don't believe them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah, all right. Do you have any DC slang for us? I taught you some, right? You taught me hip. Yeah. I'm hip. Um, so if you're hip... Okay, here's the other thing. Like, disclaimer. I've been out of DC for three years, so mm. some of this might be dated. Sure. Um... Because, like, when I go home and I listen to my brother talk, I don't know what he's saying sometimes. <laughs> like, he started, he, like, I think no cap is new. Oh, um, that that's very that, new. Yeah, that wasn't around when I was in high school. So he said something, something, no cap. Or, like, why are you capping? Why are you like, capping? <laughs> <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> no parlay français, bro. <laughs> that's so funny. I learned that from Twitter. <laughs> I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. You're that on Twitter? Like, I, I check Twitter from Twitter. No, I follow you, dude. Oh no, no, I don't have to count. Oh wow! I just, I just you're a true lurker. <laughs> I am a true lurker. Wow. So that means like, don't you're not lying or something, right? So capping means you're lying. Okay. And if you say no cap, like, yo, I I got uh, I won the lottery. No cap, like you're telling the truth. Wallahi. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, you know what happened last night? Twitter had a wild night yesterday. Really? Yeah. What happened? After we went back to coronavirus. 
after the <laughs> NBA got cancelled, everyone's going crazy. After <laughs> Trump made a speech, everyone's going crazy. After Tom Hanks was found out oh, that man. he had coronavirus, everyone went oh, crazy. Yeah. I should go on Twitter then, fuck. Yeah, you're missing, missing out, out on all the juice, man. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, okay, this is going to sound really like... gross, because I don't actually use this, but I know what it is, because yeah. I feel like I sound like a complete poser if I was to start talking like this. But, like, back home, to describe that situation, if something's, like, wild and out, you say it's wildin'. Like, wildin'. W-I-L-I-N. Yeah, wildin'. they say that here, too. Yeah. And that's Yo, like, you're wildin', fam. Yeah, like, you're, like... Like, what do you want, you're bro? Wild. Yeah, like, you're tweaking. Tweaking is another one. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I have an awful story about that. So, like, it's not even, it's not really that bad, but it's just, like, really funny, to me at least. I was in the computer lab, I was working on a tutorial, and I was just talking to this dude in my tutorial, because, I don't know, we both used to play MapleStory. We just talking about that. And then we were trying to get back to work, and then, like, this girl was talking to the TA in the tutorial, uh, the teaching assistant, and, yeah, she was just, like, freaking out on him. She was like... When are we gonna learn anything like useful in this course? Like, what is this stuff? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I looked to the dude next to me. I'm like, yo, are you seeing this? He didn't seem to like notice, right? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I don't, I couldn't say anything out loud because like they were right, they were literally right next to us, right? So I just like type on my computer. I'm like, yo, this bitch is tweaking, right? And he's like, what is, what does that mean? I'm like, it's when someone's just like, like freaking out for no reason. He's like, ah, tweaking, eh? And this is all typed. Oh no no no! It was only the first bit. Only the first bit. <laughs> Um, cause without the context, they wouldn't know what the hell we're talking about. But so he starts like, oh, tweaking. That's a cool word. I like that word. I'm like, okay. Ah! Oh shit. Name drop. Uh, maybe we can edit that out. Every but, time yeah. we say someone's name, we just put that burp noise. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it's okay to say someone's name. I'd rather not. <laughs> but yeah. So, and it was just funny because every single time after when I saw him, he'd be like, like, we'd just be like, oh, like, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing good too. And he'd be like, he'd be like, yo, yo, man. That bitch was tweaking, man. I was like, dude, what are you... Like, that was like two weeks ago, man. <laughs> Can we stop talking about it? Anyway, sorry. I had to, I had to vent that out. Um, yeah. More slang. Let's go. More DC slang. That's so funny. Oh, the one I taught you, hip. That just means um, if you're hip to something, that means you know about it. So like, yeah. oh, this place you is really good. You hip. Hip in my language, sorry, in my book was different. In Punjabi. In Punjabi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought it meant like, you're cool. You hip. Oh, like, I'm, like you're hip, yeah. It's, like, it's a very old slang, yeah. if you use it that way. Yeah. Um, this one's pretty old. I haven't... Maybe people still use this, but this was around when I was in, like, middle school. Um, I think this might be a Baltimore thing. So, for context, I'm from Prince George's County, Maryland. It's a very wonderful place. Um, so, the DMV has its own slang. So, that's Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Oh, okay. So, it's like if you put, like, Ontario, Manitoba, and back together called it QOM or something because <laughs> um, they're, they're like much much smaller geographically and they're yeah. pretty Virginia kind of gets like left out of it because there's just a bunch of like really rich people that live over there so they don't really use slang as much they kind of get left out of these conversations right um, so Bama is what you call someone who's like it's an insult I call someone a Bama I think that's a Baltimore thing I've heard it before Bama is it like short for Alabama pretty much I assume it's like someone who's being like really backwards or something like just calling someone a Bama but, like, when I was in middle school, I thought that was, like, a terrible thing. Like, like something really, really, really bad. Uh, you called him Bama? Yeah. Oh, my God. How dare you? Um, You're going to get in trouble. Like, I didn't super know what it meant. Yeah. Uh, I don't think people say this as much anymore. Mm. This one's really... Oh, God. G-U-H. G-U-H? It's like, like a noise you make when you're really upset. You're like, I'm so... Guh. X. I'm so I've dumb. heard you say that before. No way! I have. I have. Okay, if I just... 
say ugh because I'm really annoyed. That's not what I mean. No, but sometimes I'd just be talking to you, and at the end of the, at the end of whatever I'm saying, you'd just be like, "Guh." <laughs> <laughs> that's more. That's just more a sound I make than like Probably. this term. Um, what does it mean? It just means it means whatever it sounds like. Like it is literally a. Oh, okay. it's just a sound. Like it's just like yeah. so guh or something. Like it's an onomatopoeia. Like yeah. that person made me very upset. I'm so guh. That's not oh. how you would use it, but something like that. So I thought of like Hank Hill, like guh. <laughs> <laughs> um, size. Size. Like concise. Nah, this means keep like. Size. I like that. Keep it size. Yo, we're making that. A thing. Yeah. It means like hyping someone up. Or, like, hyping something up unnecessarily. So, like, if you and I are having an argument, and then he's like, oh, man, like, calm down, guys. Like, he's, like, sizing things up. Or just, like, if if I come up to you and be like, man, you look so fly today. Like, that's, like, me sizing. It's basically hyping something. Oh, it's, like, boosting. Boosting is another Toronto slang. Yeah. Yeah, boosting. It's very similar to boosting. Yes. Um, You said, I don't know if this is on here, but, like, one from, like, reach back home is, like, pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Yeah. I've heard that, too. Yeah, pull up, yeah. And then, um... What's the ting would be like in terms of like if you're making a move with your making friends. moves? <laughs> yeah, it's literally just like you ask like what's the move? Like what's if the you're move? like um, I had a couple of friends I would go to the gym with and like they would start things off with what's the move and I was like oh man I haven't heard that in a while. Wait, uh, like starting plans? You mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like oh, if I'm asking you like what are we doing tonight? I just say what's the move. Oh, so no, for for us the more direct translation would be what's the motive? What the heck? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you never heard that. What's the motive? Yeah, like what are you saying? What's the motive? I've never heard that. You've never heard that. You know, actually, uh, Reach is not only Toronto. Hmm. I've heard my cousins from New Jersey say that. Yeah, okay. I'm not super surprised. They might be saying that just to allow me to to feel good about where I am. Hmm. Maybe but, they're trying to sound cooler than they are. Maybe they just listen to a lot of Drake. Yeah, maybe that's the only time they use it, because they're like, oh, a Toronto man is here. Yeah, maybe they're fucking capping, bro. You never know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So you say, a lie? <laughs> hey, 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 keep it size. Keep it size. <laughs> okay. What is that, man? Next one, next one. Okay, I'm going to say, like, two more, because a couple of these, I, God, I don't even understand what they mean. Um, Kirk? Kirk. That's Kirk. pretty old, too. Kirk. This is, like, middle school. Angela, so like Captain Kirk, that's what I was saying. Um, Kirkin is, like, if you're tweaking. Oh. Like, oh. Kirkin off. Just tweaking. Kirkin off. Like, like, oh man. I'm just in the corner, Kirkin off. Literally, like, if you're, like, in the morning, just Kirk. Like, I don't know, man. Like, if you're really upset at something and you're just, like, yelling and stuff, we'd be like, why are you Kirkin, man? Jeez. Wow, okay. Um, Jeez. And then, like, there's a whole subset of, like, Baltimore slang, mm. specifically. Like, uh, in Baltimore, instead of calling someone, like, your mans or something, you call them dummy. Dummy. You're my dummy? Like, what's up, dummy? What up, dummy? I don't know yeah. if I like that. That's kind of cute, I guess. It's, it's too cute. Yeah, yeah. It's too cute. But it's like, you know, really hood dudes be like, what's up, dummy? Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of whack. That's kind of whack. Like, I could imagine, like, you saying that to your girl, like, yeah, hey, dummy. Yeah. Hey, if, if a hood man said that, like, hey, hey, what's up, dummy? <laughs> I saw a really <laughs> funny video that was, like, um, a person from D.C. talking to someone from Baltimore, and, like, the two of them just get really insulted because the guy starts off with, like, Sub dummy, and he's just like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. How um, dare you? <laughs> okay, this one came about when I was in high school, and I don't understand. It's kind of like a lie, so it's the word jai like. What? What? So specifically, I think people used to say jai like stamp, bro, or it's jai like stamp, <laughs> something. 
I don't even know how to spell that. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm wondering how do you use that? How does that naturally come out? It's like, Jai, like it's sort of like a lie where you're like, I'm jet tired, but I, I don't, okay. I don't know. I don't super know how this one's used because people would just say it and I would leave that out of my interpretation of what they were saying because mm. I didn't really get it. We said Jai like food stamps? What no, Jai like. I have, I have no idea. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. What was, what was the last bit? I don't remember oh, okay, what I said. Okay. Like Jai like tired or something. No, I did not say food stamps. You um, said there was like two parts to it. Oh, Jai like stamp something. Jai like stamp something. I don't remember what was at the end of that, but like, so stamp kind of means like, wallahi. Oh. Like, uh, okay. I'm not capping. Like, I'm not capping. Or, like, I'll beat your ass or something. I don't know. Beat your ass. Something. I'm not <laughs> capping. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I think. I don't know. A lot of these are like, like I said, I didn't actually use any of these, so I could be fucking them all up. Yeah. Because, I don't know. I don't, do you know what Aquafina is? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she makes me uncomfortable with the way she talks. Really? And I don't really want to sound like that, so I don't mm. use any of these terms. She was in that movie, Crazy Rich Asians, right? Yeah. yeah. And people liked her performance, I think. People liked it, but it's also really weird if you see someone like her just talking in what they call like African-American vernacular English. I haven't like, seen the movie. Is that like the way she actually talks in her life? Not she talks movie. in the movie, but oh. I, like in real life, she talks very hood. Oh. And it's very like... Um, Oh, see, I know what you it's mean. It's kind of uncomfortable. I know, what you, I know exactly what you mean. Because it's like, dude. It's like when those, like, it's like when super, like, preppy kids speak all hood and stuff. And you're like, dude, you're, like, from Richmond Hill. <laughs> no, when... <laughs> you, go, you go to a private school. <laughs> Why are you talking like a thug? I mean, for, for me, when anyone talks hood and they clearly don't have to, mm. that irks me. <laughs> I'm like, have to. Bro, talk normally. What do you mean they don't have to? Like, I know someone who just speaks in Toronto slang mm. only. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like, that's his native language. Like, it seems like that's his native language, but it's not. He knows English. I know... He, he knows English! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I know he can speak normally. But all he does is speak Toronto slang now. And I'm like... I mean, what's the problem with that? Why are you doing that? When you do it from time to time, it's okay for me. But if that's the only way you speak all the time, and I'm like... Like, it just... Why? What's the point? I think it depends on context yeah right like a lot of people change the way they speak contextually do you um, guys have a for lack of better terms a white people voice yes oh, uh, oh man i almost like lost myself in my co-op because <laughs> like, you were gone for 16 months because right? i was gone for 16 months and i had to be business casual for 16 months like thank the lord there was like one true like scarborough girl there that i could like like would you guys just go to the break room lock yourselves in and just Go ham like, on the slam. Yo, they're like, yo, we go to a meeting, we feel like they're early, we would just be like popping off. It'd be hilarious. Like, I, I, oh, I'd coined that more as there. just office slang or office talk. Do you remember the thing it's I sent so you? It's so awkward all the time. Do you Even, remember the thing I sent you about email slang? Email slang? Yes, yes, that yes. That was really funny. Yes. You want to pull that up? Is it like ironic email slang? Like G2G, got to go. No, it's like, um,. Okay, I'll read it out to you. It's actually really funny. It's it's basically how people, sp- like, if you say something in an email, um, what you actually mean by it. Yeah. So, like, for example, oh. if people at the end of an email say, ah, uh, what's a good example? Or if people in an email say, as I mentioned earlier, yeah, blah, blah, it's blah, like, blah, per mm, my last, blah, as blah, per blah. my last email, that really means you're an idiot. I can't believe I'm explaining myself again. Yeah. It's your fault that you haven't listened to me before. So as for my last email, <laughs> you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, that one's tough. When you get hit with that one, you gotta duck it's and tough. cover. Yeah. Um, 
And when they when they do something like that and they say like best regards, it's like Jeez. best regards. <laughs> you know, I always end my emails in best. Yeah, same. Sometimes I do thanks when I'm like actually grateful for someone. Yeah, if they if they actually like did something or they're reporting back or something, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah. You know, at the, at the beginning of my co-op, my first co-op, I didn't know the proper, I didn't know the proper way to write emails, so mm-hmm. I'd always be super formal at the beginning. You'd be like, hello, sir. Hi, Emily. I've completed this report for you. Let me know if you have any questions. Best, Armand. And all my emails, I'd send like 30 a day. Wow, that's a lot. And now he's just like, hey, I did the thing. Yeah, now <laughs> I don't care. Uh, it's the, the, the best way to go about emails is just, especially in an office setting, short and sweet. Keep it size, as they would say. Or kiss. Keep yes, it, Keep yes. it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Like, it, every time I send an email now, I always look at it and I'm like, could I shorten this anyway? Before I send it. Yeah, no, for sure. You don't want to waste people's time either, right? Oh, yeah. I found it. And you don't want to kiss ass too much either. And one thing, one thing that I do that I think a lot of listeners <laughs> would find this useful mm. is I keep a one-minute delay on all emails I send. One-minute delay? One-minute delay. What are you, like, gaming your coworkers? <laughs> no, no, it's because I used to make mistakes all the time. Like, sometimes I'd send an email and there'd be, like, a, a word in there that I messed up on or there'd be, like, a key piece of information that I didn't include. And that one minute usually gives me enough time oh. to be like, oh, wait, I got to add this in. That's kind of cool. I like that, actually. Sometimes he doesn't. It saves my ass now. Because his laptop doesn't connect to UFT Wi-Fi, so it just sits in his outbox for a while. Yeah, that's the problem. Sometimes it just sits in outbox, but... See, I'm that, but extreme. I'll wait, like, three days before I reply. <laughs> nice. I'll get back to you in one to three business days. Like, actually, like, sometimes if you message me, you got to expect at least a day sometimes. Mm. So, who's... We know who's not going to be in charge of sponsorships here. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is actually pretty funny because I feel like if you go through me and Armand's like emails, you'll see this everywhere. You guys fucking have... low key roast each other. No, nah, I mean like emails. we. This was the first time we ever actually like worked together, sort of. Um, okay. On I guess like a club. Yeah. Um, more directly because we were on a club together first year, but we didn't really interact that much. Yeah. So this year we actually got to like kind of work together. So it's pretty funny to see this because I remember get being on the receiving end of these emails. Uh, so the first one is, I'll let you two take it from here. Equals, <laughs> I'm not a part of this and don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Yep. Going forward, <laughs> it would be helpful if, equals, never do this the same way again. Yes. Yes. I recall this quite differently is how I call someone a bald, two-faced liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever, whenever I say, I, I, I recall we had a different conversation about this. It's usually you trying not to say, you liar. Because <laughs> he doesn't have a story attached to every single one of these. I feel no, like we're not going to say yeah, that. Yeah, like when he said it, I felt the anger. Like, I felt he had some repression. Like, even in his eyes, right? His eyes are lit the fuck up right now. It's crazy. Uh, maybe not insufferable, but I absolutely love how, per my last email, it's code for, uh, do you even know how to fucking read? Classic. That's a good one. Uh, while I understand your urgency equals procrastination on yeah. your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. That's a good one. I've been hit with that again, one so please. much. So, while I understand your urgency equals procrastination oh. on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. Yeah. I've been hit with that one so many times. Really? That's uh, so Back in, I think, like, when I used to do clubs in first, second, third year, and I tried to send sponsors an email or something, I got that response back a couple times, and I'm like, ah. Damn it. I understand your urgency. Yeah. Like they, That's what they say. I understand your urgency. But they're what? basically saying, like, 
you done goofed. You should have told me earlier. Done goofed, by the way. Another Toronto slang. Is that a Toronto slang? I don't think that's a Toronto that's slang. That's not Toronto slang. Never mind. Slang. Come on. I think that's just slang, English slang, North American slang. Uh, quick question. If anything, if anything, that's Texan. Yeah. You Texan. done You done goofed. Is that Bama? Oh my God, no, You're done goofed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so quick question means I need a quick answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is so good. I wish I knew this shit. QQ. This, this is a, basically a string of tweets. So that's why some of them kind of sound more talky than others. Mm. Thanks for flagging is my favorite because depending on context and how I'm feeling, it could mean, okay, it could mean anything from a sincere, wow, thank you for sending this to me to... Uh, yes, I know you are the fourteenth person to send this to me. <laughs> Wait, what was it again? Uh, thanks for flagging. Thanks for flagging. If you yeah. say "haha," thanks for flagging. You yeah, like that's me saying, "Yeah, I've seen this like a million times." Thanks, man. <laughs> um, we'll table that for now and let's sidebar our fun ways to get shut down in a group chat. So true. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like whenever some whenever someone says, "Let's table this for now," you're never gonna get Tuck back to again. that ever again. That table's going in a closet, and the closet's being locked, and then being burned. Just table <laughs> this. I feel like you guys deal with more politics stuff because you guys have been in clubs and stuff. No, I mean this is all just like stuff you probably should have seen on work time. Because no one talk like if you're in a club, you don't talk to your fellow nineteen and twenty year olds. Let's table this for now. You know? Yeah, that's okay. weird. That's a weird way to say. Okay, it. okay. That's why we have a parking lot. Yep. So, like, my, my manager near the tail end of my last work term on Microsoft, she was like, instead of tabling things, let's just put them in a quote-unquote parking lot. Like, we'll, we'll make a document and just table all of our ideas. Oh. So, when we have time, we'll come back to them and try to think, like, oh, okay, is there anything we can do about this? Which is way cooler and way more efficient. Then let's and... throw that into the netherworld. Exactly. It's like a backlog. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, that's pretty much, like, that's how he and I operate now. Like, we have a parking lot for one of the clubs that we're in. We have a parking lot for this podcast. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have anything to do with the parking lot, like, if you never do anything with it, who cares? But it's if you do, it's, it's, it's good. part of the software. This is very similar to the software development life cycles. Would you like to enlighten us? Not really. I mean, <laughs> it's just the idea is you have, like, backlog items, things that you'll get to. You'll pick stuff out of them if they're high priority, but, and if not, they'll, like, stay there. Pretty much similar concept, I would right. say. It's like similar idea of just keeping things there, not actually doing them yet. Anyways, on to the next. This is the last one. So okay. Can you send a recap email? Equals, I don't trust you to remember what you said, and I need it in writing. Your oh. writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been hit with that one too. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes you, like, because I used to do QA stuff, sometimes I would definitely need stuff in writing because people would, like, fuck around with, like, the, the development environment. And they would just like straight up tell us to do stuff and then like change things. Like, oh, we need to do it again. You guys didn't do it. We're like, yo, we fucking told us to do it. What the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah, just to keep things on the record, like, is like very important. Sometimes. It comes down to politics as well. Like, yeah. I, I know someone at my last work term. I'm not going to obviously say any names, but we have, like, we, we went to a meeting and then we discussed what to do. And then I did what I needed to do. And then I sent him the report and he's like, oh, we don't need to do this. So always, always helpful to write down in an email so everything is nonverbal. Everything is written in stone. Like recap of a meeting. Is yes. this what we're supposed to do? Just so everyone's aligned on everything. It's so, so useful. Yeah. Like you might look like a snob trying to like recap everything. And it's like a lot of text, but at least it's there. Yeah. So yeah. It, it'll, you can be backed up by what you wrote. Yeah. If it's verbal, you can't. Yeah. I think that's something that everyone learns kind of as part of like growing up is like oh yeah. treat your emails seriously yeah it's just like once you get like 
fucked by that, then you're like, okay, you know what? You gotta start getting stuff, stuff in writing. Yeah, basically like stuff on paper. Like you could, I feel like you don't understand that concept until you're like in university. Yeah. It has to do with trust too. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I don't trust people as much as I used to. So that's what, I'm being serious. Who it's hurt like growing you? up, these guys. <laughs> it's, it's, cause sometimes when you're just talking to someone and all your communication is verbal, you trust them just to remember what you said. Or like if you tell them something that they'll believe you. They'll believe you. But sometimes that's not the case in the real world or in office settings. People will purposefully, I'm saying this out loud, purposefully try to forget what you said so they can have their own way. Or they might just forget. Yeah, people are going to take advantage of like the lack of binding that is there in, not, in verbal communication, right? Yeah. Um, and you can't really do take backsies in an email, right? <laughs> you can't, yeah. Because so, if they're going to remember something wrong, they would have like, or if they're going to claim that this isn't what we talked about, then they should have responded to that email immediately, right? They can't just like, yeah, they can't just go backsies on it later on. So, And those who do go back on emails are the worst. Yeah, but they look like an idiot, though. Yeah, they, they, they are the real idiots. <laughs> like I said, he and I have a story we can attach to every single one of these. Amazing. Over the last couple of years. It's yes, amazing. there's truth to everything we're talking about. Yeah, I feel like you guys went through a much more hostile environment i guess my co-op was pretty chill i mean it was the government which is kind of hostile at times like people are kind of like breathing down each other's necks at times are you guys cool depends. talking about this stuff on the podcast um i mean there like all i need to say is like there are office politics in the yeah. government but in my sector less so because it was very tech very yeah. tech related so there was much less of that less drama a lot less drama yeah um yeah so I feel like you guys probably have a better grasp on that. So I think uh, it's a good podcast. Yeah. This is a great podcast. I think best. we've been uh, hour 22 so far. Wow. Unless anyone has anything else to talk about. Yeah, I think Top of mind things. We talked a lot. We'd have to introduce like a whole other topic, I feel like. Yeah, and, that'll you know, yeah. That's go probably for another like half an hour. Yeah. And I'm a tired boy. I played two sports today. Yeah. Two Look at you. Sports. Um, just just for context, listeners, we all record this podcast after we spend about an hour getting our butts whooped in <laughs> volleyball. Yep. <laughs> Man, if that ain't the truth. And honestly, I actually feel it. I am pretty tired after these. Because we played, usually our games are, like, we're done both games in half an hour, but this time we were, like, we started at 6.30 and we didn't stop until 8, because they didn't kick us out until 8. Yeah, we played volleyball till like, 7.45, and then we played, like, basketball till like, 8.15 or something. Um, yeah, look at us. Yeah, fuck, I wish I was better at basketball. Oh my god. Sports are your passion. Dude, shut up. You were killing it. Yeah. No, I can't shoot, dude. It's so bad. No, dude, if I when I play with my brother, it's actually like like my brother just destroys me. It's insane. Um I'd like to get to basketball. Fitness is all of our passions. Yes. I think Actually, yeah, because we're all currently on like I mean you're always on a gym grind, but I think Armand and I both kind of fall on and off sometimes. Uh, yeah, I've been better at it this year. Yeah, yeah he, I'm really impressed by how well he's doing. That's good. No, yeah. I mean, I just try not to, like, at this point, like, I've gone on and off for a while, and at this point, I'm just like, I'm just going to do as much as I can maintain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Instead like, of setting, like, oh, I want to go seven days a week type of thing. Yeah, I'm not at the point in my life where I can, like, totally focus on the gym, so I'm just kind of, like, going there just for the fitness, like, just to keep in shape a bit. Just go, like, three times a week. Proud of you. Would be, is that ideal? Thank you, man. And what's good about recording a podcast after you have exercise is everyone's a little looser. That's true. 
Yeah, less tense. Less tense. Right? All the blood's flowing. Smacked it out on the volleyball. Yeah, exactly. Blood's flowing. You got the, you stretched it out a bit, hopefully. Um, that, that's actually, I never thought about that. Yep. So, thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. I hate, I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> nice it, <laughs> That's the episode. Thank you.